Phantom Sway. We're full of good stuff. Like that restaurant where you can get never-ending bowls of pasta. Man, that's so good. Ugh, I'm hungry right now. So, so hungry. PhantomSway.com Welcome to the final episode of season two, uh, the final regular season episode of season two of the Ladies of the Ladder, uh, the fan cast, the best fan cast for the path. I am your host, Kira. I am here with my beautiful co-host, Caroline. We're really tired. We just finished wrapping the season finale. Um, it is now about 10 o'clock on the West Coast on a Tuesday night as Caroline yawns. Excuse me? <laughs> but we wanted, we couldn't wait we to couldn't see wait. it. We couldn't wait. We couldn't wait. And she's here. So we're going to uh, record. Uh, unfortunately, Allison is still in Kenya. Um, she did not cut her trip short to, <laughs> <laughs> to come back and watch the season finale. That's unfortunate. But we will do a bonus episode with her. We can get her thoughts on it when she returns. Mm-hmm. Um so I usually start out the podcast by saying, what were your jaw-dropping moments? But I feel like this episode didn't have a lot of jaw dropped. I, the, except when Cal was really mean to Mary. Oh, that was That so, was like a... <gasps> <laughs> that was so good. He, he was... Because, yeah, she was like trying to... I've always... I've said all season, like, she, they have this relationship. She's kind of his, his muse, like his inspiration. Yeah. Kind of, like... She can be that evil genius that stands next to him. Well, and she's been, like, supportive of him, even in the conversation they had before, where she's like, you're the one who needs to take over this movement. And then he was just such a dick. Yeah, because he loves Sarah. You know, Mary's, like, the stand-in. Sarah's who he wants. I think he resents... I think he both resents and needs Mary. Yeah. And that's how he treats her, like, someone that he hates, but kind of needs at the same time. And hates that... She got pregnant. Yeah. He did all right with that. He seemed all right with that baby. Well, he was nice, but I think he now is only trying to think how it can better his role. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I, but that named... was a crazy moment, though, when she was giving him advice and she was saying, you know, you need to take care of Eddie. And by the way, is are you and Sarah still lovers? And he was like, you're too fucking presumptuous like yeah. he just turned on a dime yeah and that is why i swear hugh danzy needs a emmy nomination <laughs> for this role i'm going to like start campaigning for him on twitter yeah he is so good he in that good. role he goes from like just kind and caring to to cruel and creepy yeah would you? It just is so good that that character. You know that that is like the truest form of that character. Yeah. Like, he's just always raging inside, and then when yes. it gets let out. Yes, that is. It reminds me of like the Incredible Hulk. And um, <laughs> uh, did you ever see the Avengers? No. The first one. There's a really great moment in there. Um, it's the only moment I really remember because I don't care for superhero movies, but. Um, Bruce Banner is the Hulk and through the whole movie he keeps saying he has a secret he has a secret and at the end they're fighting the big scene where they have to fight the bad guys and somebody says to him like you need to get mad like we need you to get mad because that's when you turn into Hulk and he was like well that's my secret I'm always angry Hmm. and and like that's Cal's secret is that he's always angry no matter what is going on on the outside on the inside like you said that was very 
great way to put it. He rages. And Hugh Dancy has this way of showing you that without telling you. The like, nostril flare. Yeah. The, like the like, change, sighing. The change in his face. Like his face will tense up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how he like when he looks at Mary every time. I would hate to be. I would hate to have like the man I love look at me like that. Seriously. Every time he looked at me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like. I don't know, Mary kind of pisses me off because Sean was so amazing. Yeah, I kind of liked it, though, this episode when she went and told her, like, sneaky, manipulative move of telling uh, Hawk. <laughs> that was Hawk so Hell. shifty. But you know what? That's kind of what I... Yeah, that's what's interesting about Mary. Yeah. Because whose side is she on? It's like, here she's defending Cal, and yet yeah. then she's betraying him by doing that. But I think, in a way, I don't think she was betraying Cal. I think she was trying to move... Cal forward like what she wanted was for him to claim the baby oh. and so I think she was trying to like force his hand a little bit okay she's manipulative like yeah. him which is interesting yeah and she's obviously extremely jealous of Sarah yeah and now Sarah's back at the compound yeah and now Cal came in and he did that whole thing with like this is the baby they named the baby Forrest yeah. and I'm gonna give the baby my name yeah but he's I thought that at the ascension ceremony he was gonna announce it me too like, right when he was did that whole thing about embracing, which was very I well th- rehearsed. Yeah, I thought he was going to say, and embrace yeah. my child, Forrest Roberts. Yes, and then Sarah showed up, and I wondered if maybe he was going to, like, back off of that, and maybe we'll see him, like, still trying to keep it a secret, mm. not wanting to throw that I was surprised face. that no one made a big deal that Sarah was there. Like, everyone, or do people not know, does only Hawk know... No, because Mary said everyone's talking. I think everyone was talking about Eddie. But if you think about it, the last we saw Sarah, she was getting out of the hospital. Mm -hmm. And she knew that the FBI had found them out. Right. But nothing happened at the compound as far as she was concerned. Like, no one was like, oh, we heard Sarah bribed somebody or... They've just been hearing about Eddie. Yeah. 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 So I don't think anybody really knew. I think she was free to come back. She was just fleeing from the law. Yeah. Yeah. Which that was a great opening where we were a little confused. Yeah. Like, is this a dream? I is thought this... it was a dream. I was like, is this a dream? Because everything's always a yeah. dream. But I kind of <laughs> wish we had seen the time between Richard setting it on fire and like what happened to that point. Yeah. I, I thought they would then go back and address yeah. that time. That was surprising. Yeah. So, um, but by the way, spo- major spoilers. <laughs> don't yeah. listen to this oh, yeah, before you watch the episode. But <laughs> um, we we saw them lay Richard to rest. I thought that was a great little moment at the ascension ceremony when Felicia <laughs> Felicia stood up to say her speech as one of the you know I, I don't even know what her title is founding founding, founding mother yeah founding mothers <laughs> and cal like he's been rehearsing the speech for a day in his yeah. office he's like oh thank you felicia that's enough yeah and now back to back. <laughs> <laughs> and we have to embrace yeah. and let go <laughs> he was like you're like i was a little vibe. surprised in that release that gabby participated Hawk participated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess we then know that where Hank lies. Yeah. At the next scene when Hank lets him in. Yeah. I mean, that, that, I, that I did not see coming. What did you think about Sarah confronting Eddie in the backyard? She's gotten back from Canada mm. safely. 
from that weird Canadian guy who wanted to shoot her. Why? He didn't know anything about her. And, yeah. like, the first thing he did was pull out his gun. Yeah, and it, like, send a shot of warning. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's not like air. he shot at her. <laughs> that was so that bizarre. Was weird. Yeah. That was a tense moment. Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. I don't like, the th- I don't like being chased. Not that I've been chased, but <laughs> dreams of being chased. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you can't like run. That. And you can't move. Your legs can't move. Yeah. Um, but then she's in the backyard with Eddie and she says she got back in and obviously now this deal has been made. She's not going to get in trouble with the FBI. And she tells Eddie, let's run away. You don't need to do this whole, I'm the new leader of the movement. Let's yeah. just run away. And there was a moment when Eddie was like, it seemed like he was contemplating it, but then he kind of looked at her and then he just turned and walked away. Like, what do you think was going through his mind? I think it's, I think that he would be more torn because I feel like ultimately that is what he's wanted is for her to also be like, okay, wait, I have questions too. And them to be partners. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little surprised that he is able to kind of like ignore that she's finally where he ultimately wanted her to be. Yeah. Yeah, that is. But I guess that's the light. I mean, the light drew him in. (laughs) Did it? I don't know. But then that was crazy. This okay, the scene where he's talking, he's in the room with all the deniers, and he's explaining to them, "I don't, you know, that I don't know what comes next, but there's got to be something." Yeah. And you, you were like, "I see Steve in the corner." I don't know that it's him though. It was. We need to get some feedback. We need to. Do you think that was Steve? It was the right corner. He didn't have a snake around him, though. He didn't, but I'll tell you what clued me in to what it was. I didn't notice it until you said that. But what clued me in was the shot, the way the shot was set up. Yeah. Because I know how to set up a shot. I mean, I, I produce, like, some shows, and I know that when you when you set up a shot with extras, they're just background people. But he was so clear, and the mm. people in front of him were out of focus. So I was like, that is Steve. I hope it's him, because that would be my only prediction. He's just standing there with that grin on his face. Yeah. That's crazy. Also, let us not forget that Steve is a child molester. Yeah. Should we be happy that it's Steve there? When Mary said, uh, are we going to name him after Steve? (sighs) Yeah. I was like, nostril flare. No. No. (laughs) Gross. Yeah. No. Yeah, I that was Steve, and that's so bizarre because are we supposed to be happy that it's Steve, or should we be? I'm not convinced disturbed? it's Steve. All right, I'm gonna go back and look. Okay, after you leave, I'm gonna go back and look. Okay, and then I'll put it in the show notes okay. um, when I work up the episode, and we'll ask Allison when she gets back. Yeah, I think it's Steve. You can tweet at us at l o t l underscore podcast to let us know. Um, there was. The moment when, I, oh, so Abe walked away at the end. Yeah, I like how I he thinks he's, he's hiding. Gone. He's like the only person on the street, and just yeah. putting his hood up is gonna like. I wonder if he's gone. I'm seeing for good because he had the conversation in the Prius. So many Priuses in this show. Mm-hmm. He had a conversation with Eddie, and he was like, "I don't know." Basically, he was like, "I don't know if I can go back to my wife. Like I've been unfaithful." Right. And then in the end, we see him kind of walking away from the compound. I, I guess he, I guess his job is done. If Sarah's not going to be convicted. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I guess his job is done. So the, whatever the lady's name is, paid off all the blackmail people. Yeah. So they got. Yes. <laughs> 
they got all their money back. Yeah. And in return, the water stuff is being kept hidden. Yeah. So maybe his job is done because he knows the water stuff isn't going to move anywhere. Yeah. Because we know someone else is involved in that. Yeah. And he's not going to get any convictions. And he can't come back to the compound, really, because Eddie will... Eddie, Eddie knows. Eddie's yeah. there now. And Richard burned up everything. Richard burned right. up all the tapes and stuff. Like, anything he right. could have used for proof. Yeah. Or they, like, there's no more dastardly deeds to be done, you know. That I wonder if we'll see Ghost of Richard at all. Or any more of his long hair. <laughs> maybe we'll see him maybe he will come back and where's kodiak these days yeah where is kodiak he just dropped off we didn't get to see anything of him yeah he had one little scene a few episodes ago where he was like i don't like this and then that was it because i think he went off and gabby was contemplating going off with him. oh that's right he asked or he asked her come yeah with me he was it, in that he was like it was never about the movement it was just about the people yeah I don't know. Well, I, there was an interesting moment there with um, Abe and Eddie in the car. And Abe telling Eddie, I want to go back to my wife, but things have happened. Mm-hmm. I've been unfaithful. Of course, we know he's been yeah. unfaithful with Eddie's sister-in-law. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I can go back. Do you think there's any way that you can start over? And Eddie says, maybe not. Maybe you can't start over, or maybe you miss out on the best things that mm. could ever happen to you. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like that's what he was going, like, that's why he went back to the movement. Yeah. Like, that was Eddie's way of saying, maybe I can't really get back to where I was, but there might be great things ahead. Yeah. Which at first I'm thinking, oh, and because Sarah's there, but he had a chance to get Sarah and not and leave the movement. Yeah, but I think he's thinking bigger now. Yeah. I think he's thinking bigger. I think he's thinking like it's not just me now, it's all these other people. They deserve Right. You know, to be to they deserve some retribution. They deserve to be accepted. They deserve to be forgiven. You yeah. Know? So maybe he's thinking, It's not just me now. Yeah. But I'll tell you what that reminded me of. I had to write it down when he said it because this is a little off topic, but I, I, it's one of the most beautiful stories that I've ever heard. And I always think about it when I think about like committing to someone or commitment. He said, you, you, you might miss all the things you have that good things that are in store. And, um, my husband's parents have been married for 50 years. They got married when his dad was 19 and his mom was 16. <laughs> I know. <laughs> crazy. So and, crazy. but it was not, all bliss so in the beginning um he played football for Iowa and they lived on campus and he was gone a lot and they had a very tumultuous relationship and eventually he came to be convinced that she was having an affair with their neighbor she wasn't but at that time he was young and dumb you know and proud and she got pregnant with his baby but he he just knew that it was this neighbor's baby and so yeah. he left he he actually put her on a bus and sent her away to her sister's house mm. he left her basically and he says that um he was so, she actually had her baby by herself he was not there for the birth of his first son and he says that a few months later he was walking through a walgreens and you know when they make an announcement on the loudspeaker and you might hear like a ding or a 
ding, ding, ding. Uh-huh. Yeah. He said, I heard that. And as plain as day, the announcer came on and said, Vic Davis, you are just like your father. And he said, I turned around that very moment. I went back to my place. I packed up and I went back to my wife. And he will always, and to this day, he and him, him and his wife, now married 50 years, had four children together. Um, to this day, they're marriage counselors. And he says that um, one of the things he always tells people, especially when it comes to issues of like infidelity or betrayal, like leaving a spouse, that, um, yeah, you could leave over this issue, which is very serious. But he says, if I had left Mm -hmm. and not gone back to her, I would have missed out on so many other amazing things. Yeah. And just the idea of like, Making that tough decision, there are a lot of people who feel like they can't do that. But for him, he was like, I went back and we had three more children. And we had, you know, and eventually they lost two of those children in adulthood. He was like, I would have missed that time with them. You yeah. know, I never would have had that time, the time I had with them. I never would have had my grandkids. Yeah. I never would have experienced all that joy. Yeah. So that's always something that I, it's a story I pull out all the time and they're very open about it. So I'm not saying anything out of turn, but yeah, it's a story I always tell people when they're about to give up on something big, hmm. especially like a, a really solid relationship. Like you never know. And so when Eddie said that, I was like, Oh, I feel the same way. Yeah. Like let the light in, let yeah. the light in. <laughs> but it, it it was a very sweet story. I thought that this episode was a little slow. Did you mind the pace? Were you I I thought it was slow. I thought last week I was like that could have been the Yeah, last week felt really high high drama. Yeah. High speed. Um this just feels like it's setting us up for the next season. Sure. Which I'm glad of. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad we're not left with any big cliffhangers. Like we're set up yeah. to have a good season, but there's no like, who is the baby black or white? I wanted a cliffhanger. <laughs> I did want a cliffhanger. And like, like last week, that's what I was thinking. Oh, this, we could have left on this. We didn't know who died, who yeah. lived. Um, but I have to say, I was kind of like disappointed with the pace Mm -hmm. of it but the way that it was shot and excuse me the soundtrack and it was beautiful to watch i mean the scenery i never saw i have never did you notice that we saw more of the compound totally even that that? that ending scene yeah yeah i was like wow that place is beautiful yeah i'd not seen that much of the compound before yeah but it was beautifully shot but that last scene was powerful Mm -hmm. i loved that last scene they come to the gates and they're like let us in yeah and now it is like and cal i love how cal tried to be all cali totally (laughs) act as though he's the one in charge we embrace them sure like as if you have any say in these people coming in. here you've like outcast all these people and told everyone yeah not to accept deniers yeah and that then at the drop of a hat, they're all welcome back. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We uh, embrace all these people. <laughs> well, and Felicia at the end telling Sarah that she needs to be the one to take over the movement. That's, I mean, that was, I felt really proud because I was like, a prediction. I made yeah. a prediction. I said earlier on in this season, I said, I wonder if this is setting us up for Sarah versus Eddie. Yeah. And it is. It is because they had their chance to get back together, to get on the same page, mm-hmm. 
Eddie rejected that, mm -hmm. which basically means he rejected Sarah. She went back to the compound all pissed off. Yeah. Looking at Cal with her pissed off eyes. Yeah. And then Felicia gave that whole speech to her about, hey, you know, Eddie is the one. Cal's been fine, but Eddie's the one and he he'll kill the move um, Cal will kill the movement if you leave him yeah. in charge. So Eddie's the one and if he's not, then it'll be you because you've done everything for us. Yeah. And you did you see like there was a moment in Sarah's eyes where she was kinda like, Ah, I might be on board for that. Yeah. And then Eddie came and I just thought like, okay, this is a setting up a power struggle. I agree. Here. Sarah and Sarah versus Eddie. I don't know where Cal goes. Yeah. And all this. And where Forrest comes in. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, don't forget that Sarah still knows that Cal killed si Silas. Yeah. Totally. There's nobody else knows Silas is really dead. He didn't just like walk into the light. He went into the Steve. light. Yeah. <laughs> he no, went into the he light. He went Steve. into the light. He's in the garden. He must have gone into the light with Steve. What other explanation yeah. could there be? So, um, yeah, we have to keep in mind like Sarah still knows stuff about Cal. Mm -hmm. Cal knows that. Mm -hmm. Where does this baby come in? There was no revelation about Hawk. Being Cal's son. Yeah. I still kind of hold out a little hope they for that They just look theory. so similar. And they dropped a lot of hints. Yeah. But maybe we're reading into it. Yeah. We could see something. Because wouldn't that be such a great wrench in the plans of everyone? If next season, like, maybe that's something how Cal pulls out of his pocket. Hmm. By the way, I'm Hawk's real dad. Right. So Even when he said... You should talk to your father about that. I was hoping there was something yeah. that was going to happen in that. I still think there might be some other information that was exchanged there that we didn't get to see. Because hmm. I felt like the explanation wasn't... I still don't understand why Eddie had to be there. No. Why did Eddie have to be there for that deal? He and Cal had to have made some deal, but then Eddie coming back to the compound would have... Really pissed Cal off. I don't know. They, maybe he made the deal like because Eddie's the one that was working with the FBI agent. So maybe oh. the deal was that Eddie brought that to the FBI. Yeah. Because they weren't going to expose Abe. Right. So maybe Eddie was the go between. Maybe. I don't know. I hope they kind of drop the water thing. Feels like that storyline has exhausted itself. I think it's done. Uh, yeah, it has exhausted itself. I did say. I did write my notes. Um, it was interesting that last scene where you see where you hear the narration, you hear Eddie giving his speech to the deniers about mercy, and at the same time, Cal is giving his speech about loss okay. and embrace. I thought that was interesting. You might have to remind me. So Eddie's saying before they all go to the compound when Cal's doing his very rehearsed speech at uh -huh. the ascension ceremony about embracing the loss. And letting go. But it yeah. was a whole speech about loss that he rehearsed very, very carefully. Yeah. And Eddie gave his people at that same time, they were cutting back and forth, and Eddie was talking to his people about mercy. Hmm. And I thought it was interesting that Cal's focus was about, like, what was about losing. And Eddie's focus was about forgiveness. Hmm. So they're, like, two ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Cal's like a negative because loss is negative and yeah. then mercy is positive. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then where is Sarah right in the middle? 
I don't know. Sarah is complicated yeah. this season. Yeah. I would have said last year, I would have been like, she's the good one. Like, she'll always make the right choice because she loves her family and she believes. Oh, but this so you think season. think of her as having no mercy. Not this season, no, oh, okay. but like the first season. Yeah. Yeah, like she was an angel. She was the perfect. That's why Russell hates her. Yeah. Oh, we had to see Joy, <laughs> the oh, annoying yeah. daughter. She had, to, she had to show up. Her and Nicole are so nosy. Yeah, totally. She's like, this for sure isn't Sean's baby. Well, no, right. duh. Right. Like, does it need to be said out loud? Right. Mind your own business. What are they saying at the center? Yeah. <laughs> Whose baby could this be? Yeah. All right, Nicole, don't worry about it. Just worry about yourself. Go sleep with Abe. <laughs> <laughs> no, and um, what else do I have here? Uh, I don't know. I think that's about it for my notes. But it is interesting. I don't know where Sarah stands because she is, like I said, last season she was an angel. This season she... I thought she was a real bitch this season. Yeah. Which I liked as a viewer. Yeah. It was interesting to watch. But as a fan, it's sad because you want to see Sarah and you like Sarah and Eddie. Yeah. And you want to see them be the people you thought they were. Yeah. But I guess no one can be those people anymore. Yeah. I kind of hope there's more of Cal and Mary that like, yeah, it's great to watch them back and forth. Like, they, it really is. I'm telling you, I am so in love with Hugh Dancy this season. <laughs> I just think he did a fantastic job with that character. He brought it to a whole new level. And yeah, as much I hate Cal as much as I hate Cal, it's like I love to hate Cal. I don't want any. I don't want him to go anywhere. Uh, like whatever happens, I hope he's still. Yeah, he's got to stick around. Yeah, he's. Uh, um, I don't know when they're coming back, and we'll be back with another episode. Um, as soon as Allison gets back and gets rested enough and can, I don't know if she can watch it in Kenya. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know what kind of a technology they have in <laughs> Kenya. I don't know. It's probably just like ours, but <laughs> I imagine every place that's not America right. is like the most. <laughs> She's off the place. grid. She's off the grid. But when she gets back, hopefully she'll have been able to watch and we'll cut a bonus episode and maybe we'll ask out after some of the. Viewers have had a chance to catch up. Maybe we'll ask some people on Twitter what they thought. Get your thoughts. Get yeah. Your, but go. But don't be shy. Tweet us at uh, lotl underscore podcast. I am at Kira Kira Creates. Excuse me. Um, on Twitter and Caroline isn't really on Twitter. Don't bother. No. Elite gymnast. Yeah. <laughs> I went and looked at your account today. I was like, she's the eggs though. <laughs> Like, when did you set this up? 2012 or something? I Twitter for started earlier than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like enough where when I tried to add this podcast, uh-huh. I had to try like 10 passwords <laughs> to figure out what it was. That's hilarious. And then just mortified at all of the dumb things that I had. <coughs> Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I'm too old for social media. Like, I didn't have that in my days, so all my thoughts were not on social media I'd be embarrassed yeah if I could have tweeted in my 20s and 30s oh my gosh be so embarrassing (laughs) no I may have tweeted mm, a little bit like in my late 30s that's when I Mm. social media opened up but yeah don't bother following Caroline she's useless on social media I'm useless you can if you you know want to talk about her uh, opinions you can tweet us again at lotl underscore podcast and um 
Yeah, this was a great season. Mm-hmm. I think this was a great season of this show. Yeah. I think this show deserves to be watched. If you have not, if for some weird reason you're just tuning in to this uh, podcast, but you haven't watched the show, <laughs> <laughs> and you're lucky too because you can go binge it. Yeah, two seasons worth. Yeah, we have to suffer week to week. Yeah. But you can binge it, and I highly recommend it. Congratulations to the entire cast, Michelle Monaghan. Who do you? Th- who was your favorite actor on the show this season? Do you think? Ooh, Cal is up there. I can't. I can't get over right now the Cal and Mary dynamic. Yeah, like that was so powerful this season or this episode. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I think my Cal for sure is my favorite. And he's favorite in quotes because I know he's he's a murderer. Yeah, he's not a good person, but Hugh Dancy just nailed it. Yeah, he just nailed that role. I couldn't wait to see him every episode. I wanted to see him every episode, mm-hmm. and um, it's funny because this started out as Aaron Paul's show, but he's you know just kind of a cast member, which I think is great. Yeah, it's an ensemble, what we would call an ensemble show. Lots of people. Yeah, um, and I thought Michelle Moynihan's performance this season was really great. Mm-hmm. She got some layers to her. Yeah, and I. <laughs> loved Rockman Dunbar, the uh, yeah. Abe, Sam. I really enjoyed seeing him. Yeah. Yep. And I'm sorry to see him go. Bring back ba- uh, baby Malcolm X. Bring back Malcolm X. Oh, Jr. yeah. Even Allison loved him. I loved him. I didn't connect to him as much as you guys did. I mean, I remember him, but, you know, I was usually watching. This was the first well, episode yeah, I sat down and watched. You're driving. Yeah. <laughs> At work in the break room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there a storyline that you were really excited about this season that really panned out for you? Uh, the drama with the unknown baby. That was good. I think that. Yeah. Is, yeah. That's what's most sticking out. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think for me, the I think for me, the biggest shock or the biggest drama was this whole reveal of Eddie as maybe the one yeah. meeting the lightning strike. And, Cause you know, at the beginning of the season, I was like, this isn't real. This was a dream. Yeah. It didn't happen. That's right. So to slowly come to the realization, no, I was wrong. It did happen. Something happened. Yeah. And is it real? And that's the whole thing. The season you're like, is it real? Is it not real? Just, you go back and forth. Yeah. It seems like you go back and forth as much as Eddie goes back and forth. Mm-hmm. It's like, he might think it's real, but then the next day he's like, this is all BS. You're so good about going in depth. I literally can't think back beyond the last <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> I, that's, I feel so lucky that I got to watch this with you tonight and actually get you fresh. Yeah. And like, <laughs> you haven't had time to forget anything. It's great. No, that is my job. Uh, and that is what I love to do. Uh, it is late and we are tired. So we're going to wrap mm-hmm. this podcast up. But this is not the last you'll hear from us. We'll be back as soon as we can with Allison. It's been a pleasure to be with you all. Uh, Caroline, may the light forever be with you. And also with you. Fam Sway. Cool. No, really, we're cool. Ask us. We'll tell you. No problem. Phantomsway.com <laughs>